ever heard of a gratitude coach? What a great idea. On today's show, I'm speaking with Holly Bartone, a gratitude coach, and we are going to be talking about how to unwrap resilience and build fortitude in our lives with the very lovely and important tool of gratitude. So stay tuned and let's see if she'll give us a little coaching. After all, as Tony Robbins says, when you are grateful, fear disappears and abundance appears. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. With us today is breast cancer survivor, Hashimoto's warrior, and number one Amazon bestselling author and host of the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast, Holly Bertone. Holly spent 25 years rising through the ranks of consulting and federal government service before her failing health shattered her corporate dreams. Since then, she has leaned into her path of true purpose and fulfillment as a gratitude and mindset coach by helping women view their cancer or autoimmune diagnosis as a gift so that they can unwrap their resilience to build fortitude with gratitude. What a life skill. What a tool. Holly, welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. Thanks so much, Lori, for having me on. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to connecting with your listeners. Awesome. We're going to learn some good stuff. I can just feel it. Let's start with your story so people can connect with you. Who are you and what's the story that brought you into this wisdom? Yeah, absolutely. So I am a gratitude and mindset coach. I'm actually a certified natural health coach um, and I specialize in gratitude and mindset and everything begins there. And um, the majority of the women that I serve have either some type of health challenge or just want to be healthier or are going through a major storm in their life, whether that's financial problems or relationship problems or you know, maybe some grief or some trauma, things like that. Um, so that's who I serve. And I was diagnosed with breast cancer on my 39th birthday, but I like to start my story the day before because that really, really helps to frame everything. I was climbing the corporate ladder. I was the quintessential overachiever. I was the chief of staff for one of those three-letter federal government agencies that they make TV shows about. So I had this super successful career uh, management, um, you know, climbing the corporate ladder. That, that's big stuff. I've been watching Madam Secretary. <laughs> and yeah. the chief of staff is really important. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a pretty intense job. And then um, I also was a competitive mountain bike racer. So oh, wow. I raced um, Xterra triathlons, which are like triathlons, but they're off-road mountain bike. And yeah, was, I know exactly what those are. Dang, lady. Yeah. A mountain bike racer, rock climber. I took Muay Thai. I traveled everywhere. Wow. Um, 
I was, yeah, like life was perfect. I thought that that was what the perfect life was. And then on my 39th birthday, I got the phone call from my doctor. And it was actually a doctor in the office that I had never seen. And it was just calling to give me the, the lab results. And he said, I'm calling to let you know the lab results came back and you have breast cancer, but don't worry, it's the good kind. And your next step is to see a surgeon. So in those 60 seconds, is there a good kind? Right. I had to unpack a lot. And I had felt a lump a couple of months before. And the second I felt it, I knew like that bottom of the pit of your stomach that you just don't want to go, that place that you don't want to go. I knew what it was, but all the tests and everything and the test results finally came back. So it hit like a brick wall. And I'm here to tell you that even though my tumor was small and lazy, as they called it, there's no good kind of breast cancer. Right. So yeah, that's, that's terrifying. What, What ended up happening? So I went through surgery and then chemo and then radiation. And then when, when I finished treatment, I was still really sick and I kept going back to my doctor saying something's wrong. And then they were like, oh, well, you know, your body's been through a lot, you know, chemo obviously took a lot out of you and, you know, it's going to take you some time to recover. And I'm like, yeah, I just a year ago, I was out racing Xterra triathlons. I can't get out of bed. The girls in support group, they're out there, you know, walking those 5K pink ribbon races. I can't get out of bed. Something is wrong with me. And so finally, I just kept pushing my doctors. And a year later, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune condition. So what exactly does that mean? I'm not familiar with that. What does that do to you? That's okay. It is. um, So it's the autoimmune component of hypothyroidism. So basically your thyroid is just very uh, slow and sluggish. So things like uh, weight gain, chronic fatigue, um, a lot of times your hair falls out, sensitivity to heat and cold, things like that. And at that point, that also just, sounds like menopause. <laughs> yeah, right. And which I think half of the battle, um, you know, and especially for women, like I was, you know, I mean, I was at that point 40. And, you know, I think especially for women in that age range, you know, the doctors dismiss us so often, you know, that, oh, you're raising kids. Of course you're tired or you're in perimenopause or, oh, you're in menopause. You know, and, and so I just kept pushing for answers because I knew that something was wrong, but at, at the same time, I had this expectation that the doctor was going to give me a prescription and I was going to feel better. And that did not happen. He did give me a prescription. I did not feel better. And my health got so bad over the years that in 2017, I was actually forced to resign from my dream job. And that was pretty much rock bottom number three is that when, you know, going through breast cancer treatment, being diagnosed with Hashimoto's and just really having my health just collapse all around me and being in that place where everything was taken from me at that point. You know, I had this super successful career. You know, I wasn't able to be physically 
active and everything just came crashing down around me. Everything was taken away from me. Holly, that is like a tidal wave of all the bad stuff. I I know when those things happen to us, we try to make sense of it. Do you, have you tried to do that? Is there any kind of a why that you figured out that that happened to you? Were there lessons or, you know, what, what's the why? Did you find one? There was not, um, it wasn't a light bulb moment. It was more of just a journey over the years. You know, so many people, you know, they have these light bulb moments that all of a sudden, you know, the, the room gets brighter and the light shines and they have this big epiphany. And mine was more just kind of a gradual journey. When I was, um, my, when my mother found out that she was pregnant with me, they diagnosed her with Addison's disease, which is a very rare adrenal disorder. So growing up, I watched her always have this positive attitude, regardless of what life brought. And her life mantra was that, you know, it builds fortitude, it builds fortitude. So I kind of hung my hat on that. And, you know, once I was diagnosed, I'm like, okay, it builds fortitude, you know? And after about a month of, you know, kind of the initial tears with that, that first diagnosis, I joked so much about breast cancer being my birthday gift because I was diagnosed on my 39th birthday, you know, Mm. and using humor as a coping mechanism. I'm like, oh yeah, some girls get earrings, some girls get flowers. My gift was breast cancer, you know, being very snarky about it. And I told that story over and over and over again. And at one point I just started to believe it. And I had this peace just kind of wash over me. And I realized that breast cancer was a gift. I didn't know what it meant at the time. This was back in 2010. I had no idea what that meant at the time. I mean, now I do, but I just, I knew that that was something to hang on to. And over the years, I put the two together and I realized that, you know, my mother kind of saying that it builds fortitude, it builds fortitude. There wasn't this, you know, it out there. The it that she was referring to was gratitude. And the gratitude is what builds fortitude during the storms of life. And that's when I decided to just really jump into the research and the science and to really just devote my entire life and my career for myself personally, and then eventually my students and my clients. Started to appear. Yes. Okay, so have you come to love your story? I have. It is an amazing story. And what I thought was the perfect life back at 38 years old and 364 days, realizing that was a great life, but this is a fulfilled life. Okay. I'm so interested in that. Why is it a fulfilled life now? I think living in that place of gratitude, um, one of my favorite quotes from my uh, coach and mentor is, he always likes to say, I'm here for it all. Meaning you know, everything, Mm -hmm. the good, the bad, the everything. And I change that to my own. And I say, I'm grateful for it all. Meaning it's easy to have that gratitude during the good times. It's easy to be grateful when things are good. Oh yeah. Lots harder when it's not good. Right. We celebrate, right? When there's a wedding, when a baby's born, when there's a birthday, we celebrate, we bring presents, we gather everyone together. We're happy. We throw on music, right? 
Well, you know, they yep. say they say it's a very advanced mindset to be able to be grateful for the bad as well as the good. And I have to be brutally honest that I am not that advanced in my mindset yet because I mean, I can I can look back and part of my reframing my story was absolutely looking back at my divorces and the the trauma and all of the things that created the cynicism and difficulty in me and my reframe was to look back and see the lessons you know, to see the things that got moved out of my life that didn't need to be there, to see the people that got brought into my life that did need to be there, but you know, because those things were happening. So I've definitely done the reframe on that. But I have to tell you, I think our natural state of being pain averse as humans makes it very difficult to rise to that space of being grateful for the painful things. That's a hard space. That is that is a very hard space. And, um, you know, I'm actually glad that you brought that up. In episode 224, you interviewed Pamela Gail Johnson on happiness. And the two of you were having a conversation and talking about gratitude. And one of the quotes that I absolutely love was you said you talked about little pieces of magic. Mm -hmm. And that's really where gratitude comes in is that when you are going through the storms of life, when it seems like, you know, everything is so dark and just crumbling around you and the weight of the world is on your shoulders to have that little piece of magic that the gratitude is the small hinge that opens the big door. Mm, beautiful. And hey, thanks for bringing up that episode. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> That's fabulous. Um I want to I want to know more about how you shifted from all these hard things from your <laughs> life getting basically wiped clean this life slate of all the good things you loved into really traumatic things. You know, if you had surgery and they had to remove part or all of your breasts and and the horrible stuff of of chemo, like I watched my mom go through breast cancer mm. and it is harsh just to watch, to actually go through it. I try not to think about it because I don't want to attract it by any means. So like these are hard things. How did you shift or was it even a, you know, was it just a natural thing for you? Tell us how you got to this space of finding gratitude in the difficulty. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as the quintessential overachiever, my default is a doer. So when I was going through treatment, and again, this was back in 2010, I just, my default was just to do was just to surge through, to plow through, to get through, you know, just to get through it. And, you know, I kept saying it builds fortitude, it builds fortitude and saying, I'm going to have mental strength and, you know, be, because of this. So while I was going through treatment, that was my default was being a doer. And at one point when I kind of realized that, okay, this is a gift, but I don't know what this means. And I was in the waiting room. And there, everyone, I mean, it's, you know, the cancer waiting room, like everyone's sad and depressed. It's not supposed to be a happy place at all. And, and I'm looking around and just everyone just so sad. And I opened up my mouth and I started talking to the woman next to me. And I said, hi, I'm Holly. I have breast cancer. What are you in here for? And she just kind of looked at me because no one was talking. And then we started talking. And then all of a sudden, everyone in the waiting room just started engaging with each other. And then you could just feel the spirit of the room lifted. And that really was a pivotal moment for me that I realized that you can 
be in a situation. You can be in the middle of the storm and may not be able to change that storm. You may not be able to change the fact that you're getting divorced or that you have breast cancer or that you've lost a loved one or whatever the situation is. You may not be able to change that, but you can change the way that you approach it. And that was a big shift for me and really is what started to open that door to gratitude, to start looking at life that I have a choice that I was, I was given this circumstance, whether it was something on my own accord or something that just happened. I I am currently in this circumstance and I have a choice. I have a choice in how I can show up every single day. You know, that that is so powerful, Holly. And I think that that's something we talk so much about on this show. But I I think that choice to accept your agency, to accept your responsibility for your own happiness. And I say this with the deepest respect and reverence for those those difficult, hard places, because sometimes that's a hard thing to do. But the the ability to do that rather than to slip into victim mode, especially with things like your situations where you didn't bring any of those on yourself. You know, they're unfortunate parts of being in a mortal world that's that naturally has those kind of difficulties. But to have so many things come at once, of course, that would be heavy. Of course, you can see yourself slipping into the why me and the the victim mode. So the fact that you didn't, the fact that you started looking for those little bits of magic that we were talking about in that practical happiness episode, that you start finding those in the moment and realizing, absolutely, this is, I am in this situation. I can either make the best of it or I can suffer more. Yeah. That, that's an aha. And, and, you know, I dug into the science and really started to learn about gratitude and what it does and how it changed my life and the lives of my clients, my students. I even have a podcast named Gratitude Builds Fortitude because that's of, of all of the benefits that gratitude has with, you know, being able to exercise more and be happier and have fewer stress-related illnesses and, you know, help to reduce depression and um, help to eat healthier and reduce um, you know, heart issues, you know, all these different health benefits. The one that stands above them all for me is that gratitude builds mental strength, which is fortitude. Mm. And that's really where I land every single day with, you know, not just myself and my own journey, but then with, with my clients as well to use gratitude, not just from a place of joy and happiness, but from a place of life is going to happen. Like that's, that's the beauty of going through this life journey is that something's, you know, we just never know what's going to be around the corner. So gratitude doesn't just help you with, you know, getting through the tough times, getting through the storms of life and learning to be a better person, learning to see all of the lessons, learning to experience everything that you get to experience. But then it builds up that mental strength for the next time and the next time and the next time. Well, you know what else I think it does is I think that it um, really helps you to feel like the universe has your back for lack of a better. When you are being aware of all the good things that you are blessed with, you know, all the time you're seeing the beauty, you're seeing the reflection of the sun off the puddle, you're, you know, you're noticing the blue sky, you're noticing the quiet pieces that come together in your life, you know, that didn't have to, but that did the serendipity. You start realizing 
and feeling the support of more than you watching over you, you know, and that's an important fortitude builder. Absolutely. There's a, I think it's Albert Einstein, maybe correct me if I'm wrong. The quote about, you know, whether you believe you live in a hostile or a friendly universe, right? You are correct. (laughs) You are correct. And and what I love about gratitude is that, I mean, there's 8 billion people on the planet close thereof, and we all have so many different, you know, beliefs and religions and faiths and spiritual practices and gratitude helps to amplify that. So not just from the mental strength, not just from the universe having our back, but to be able to amplify that deep connection with Mm. whatever our higher power is, our faith, our spiritual practice. Like that. Tell me, what does gratitude coaching look like? That's a new new thing for me. You're the first gratitude coach I've ever met. What does that entail? Really, we just, we start with mindset. We start looking at what's holding you back and start peeling back the onion layers and, you know, look at emotions, looking at trauma, looking at limiting beliefs. And, you know, really start to go to the heart of self-love. And that's the first place that we go. And then everything starts to expand from there. Um, you know, empathy is really big in, in my practice. And not just empathy to others, but we start with empathy to self. And gratitude's the gateway drug because so many, so many of the individuals who I work with don't have that self-love and are in a place where they don't even know where to begin, but they can be grateful for something, for one small thing. So and I like to always helps on that journey, yeah. right? When you've got somebody else there to say, okay, this is the next step. Absolutely. And, and I like to call gratitude the gateway drug because it really does help to bridge that gap from those limiting beliefs, from, you know, being what I call a, a grumpy warrior to being a grateful warrior and, um, mm. to, you know, to it's, it's a process. I mean, and, and, you know, my clients that show up that do the work, they see the results and it's just, it's a beautiful process to see. Okay. Coach me and the listeners for a minute. What is a basic technique that we can practice to help us really embrace that power of gratitude? Coach us. <laughs> what I like to do, well, typically my coaching is more a lot of powerful questions versus just kind of teaching something. I think probably what you're looking for is is a is more of a technique. And what I like to do is to say, okay, think about one thing that happened today or yesterday that brought you joy. Something that just put a smile on your face, even if it was just a little smile. And to think about what it is to hey, if you're, if you're, I've got mine, should I tell you? <laughs> or is, is that just a rhetorical question? You think about it and you be grateful for it. Oh, hang on. We're, you can just keep it in your mind. Just keep okay. it in your mind. And if okay. you're, if you're driving, obviously don't close your, your eyes. If you're listening to this and you can close your eyes, you can. And then think about it. Like you're watching it on a TV screen in front of you and turn up the dial so that you can see all of the colors. They're bright, they're vivid. You can see everything around you. You can watch everything unfold. You can hear the sounds in the background. You can see everything, everyone around you from this thing that just brings you joy, that that, that brought this smile on your face. You can even smell and touch what's going on around you. 
and then feel it in your heart and let that feeling just fill up your heart to the point where it, it can't even stay in your heart anymore. And then let it fill up your body, your entire body from your toes, your legs, your torso, your arms, up through your head. And then let that light come back down, the light of gratitude and love and happiness and joy. And just come down over your body, almost like a shield, covering you in that love and that protection. That's one piece of it. That's powerful. I'm doing this as you're talking. That's powerful. Huh. You know, this would be great to incorporate into a daily meditation. It is. It is. And you know what, Lori? It's not a list of three things. I mean, it can be. Like that's that's how we all get started because that's what everyone tells you to do. But gratitude is so powerful. It's unfortunate that, you know, the the they, the proverbial they that tells us to do the list of three things, that it's so much more than that. And it's so deep. And if, if, if you think that gratitude's just this like hokey thing out there or it doesn't work or, you know, gratitude has magical powers. It just, it's, it's, it's more than a list of three things. It goes from gratitude being something that you do gratitude from being something like crossing off a to-do list to actually being who you become. Absolutely. I think it's one of the most powerful tools that we have to work with because it changes everything. It, it changes the mindset and all the battles are fought in the mind. So that's what makes it so big. Yeah. Holly, okay, we're here at the end of the show. Any final thoughts and let us know where we can find you. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, really gratitude is for everyone. And I hope that, you know, if you're listening and you were kind of a little skeptical or not really sure, oh, I do gratitude. It's a list of three things that you're able to appreciate gratitude a little deeper today. And to understand, I like to say to, Meet gratitude where gratitude is at and let gratitude meet you where you're at because um, it's going to be different for all of us in all of our situations with whatever storms is, are, that are going on in our lives. So, And um, yeah, if you want to connect further, um, the best place since you're already listening to this podcast is to hop on over to the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast and on whatever platform you're listening on. And then I'm on Instagram, holly.bertone. And um, on the website, fortitude.academy, and I'll have a special landing page that you can include in the show notes. Awesome. Okay, so all Holly's contact information will be in the show notes. And also, well, her her specific episode, of course, is going to be on loveyourstorypodcast.com. So you can go there to grab all the show notes, too. I want to end with um, a quote from Deepak Chopra. And he said, quote, gratitude opens the door to the power, the wisdom the creativity of the universe. You open the door through gratitude. Unquote. Yep. Yep. Use it, people. Use gratitude to live with joy and wisdom and power. And in the spirit of gratitude, I want to deeply thank all who are taking a moment to scroll down on your app and hit the leave a review button. Thank you. And if you haven't yet, I'd love to hear from you. We'll even share your review on the show. So here's one, a podcast review. It is titled Such a Treat, and the author is Clara Belli from the Philippines. She says, quote, empowering, brilliant, and I learned so much. Love this awesome show. Thank you so much, Clara Belli from the Philippines. I appreciate your time in cheering me on 
And for all the listeners, your challenge this week is to bring a larger dose of gratitude into your life. I love the technique that Holly just shared with us. One of the part of that that I hadn't done before was sort of the zoom out of taking in the whole thing, even myself, enjoying that happy moment and space. That kind of gives it this different movie feel and look, which is helping me as I'm as I'm doing that exercise to to feel it more deeply. Instead of looking through my eyes, I'm looking at the the zoomed out movie eyes of that, which is making that really powerful for me. So wherever you are at on that gratitude scale on an everyday event, or maybe it's just less, just move it up one level and start to open your being to all the beauty that surrounds and flows into you in your life. I'll see you in two weeks. Please take five seconds to share this show with someone that you love or someone you want to have a little happier life and that you want to see succeed. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks.